What are the top 10 smartest decisions in action movies? Yes, you wouldn't associate smart and action together, but there have been a few. Stay tuned until the end to find out what they are. Hey screeners, how you doing? It's me, the one AJ, Anthony Jordan. And me, Nicolero. The dynamic duo is back. We in the house. Okay, guys. Yeah, so, right, we're going to kick it off. It's all about, yeah, we all associate action stars being all brawn and no brains. Here, we're <laughs> going to show that sometimes they do have a bit of brains and that's what it's going to go down to. But before we do that, Nico, would you like to tell everyone what the movie Mount Rushmore is all about? Yes, basically it's a top 10 show between two best friends from school. Here's how the show works. AJ and I each get assigned a topic, the same topic obviously, we go our separate ways and we come right back here into our little house, our film family house and deliver to you the silver screen dudes, our individual top 10s. This week I will go first delivering my bottom three, AJ will then deliver his bottom three, I will deliver my next two, AJ will deliver his next two and when we get to our top five we will trade one apiece. If at any time while we are rounding off our individual top 10 list, one person has a movie in a higher position than person will say, punt! And we will punt and talk about that movie when we get to the higher position and once we have both rounded off our individual top 10 list, we will create in the voice of Chandler Bing, R.I.P. Matthew Perry, the movie Mount Rushmore. These are the four quintessential, diverse, must-see movies, decisions of this genre, which this week is... Top 10 smartest decisions in action movies. Now, guys, what happens when these two guys give you the ultimate Rushmore? We have that very difficult task of saying what four films out of a potential 20 make a Rushmore. Well, it gets even harder because we, the silver screen dudes, have to create four. You, the screeners, have to crown one. El Capitan, El Nero Uno, the best of the best of the best, sir, with honours. And to quote Highlander, in the end, there can be only one. And how do you crown that one? How do you crown the king of kings? Well, it's quite simple. You head on over to X at movie MT Rushmore, the official X page of the silver screen dudes. But more importantly... At Movie Pulse for you. Yes, the X page of at We Love Movies, fronted by good old Jeté, as he was crowned last week. But yeah, we're going to call him JT once again. And that's the person we retweet. So there's only one vote. There is only one way you can't cheat. There's only one way on this. You've got multiple accounts. You can't cheat. So last week, our topic was the best Pixar characters, in excluding any characters from Toy Story. And the contenders were. Wally, Dory, Remy from Ratatouille, and Mike Wazowski from Monsters, Inc. This did not go the way I thought. Uh, uh. Well, it kind of did, but mostly didn't. There's your clue. So I believe you thought Mike was going to be at the end. I am going to go with Remy in number four. No. Oh, wow. Yeah, right? Interesting. Oh, I think I know the winner, so I'm going to stay away from that name. No, because there's a lot of love when he's previously been in polls. It's Mike, isn't it? Mike's at number four. No. Wally? No. Dory's at number four. Dory ended up at number four. Okay, because of pod 
add time constraints. I'm just going to move on, but shocked. I thought that was number one. I was 16%. staying away from Dory. Dory got, Dory got trashed. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, snap. That has changed the dynamics all over the place. Uh, ooh, ah, hello. Remy <laughs> at number three? Uh, Remy at number three with... Remy beat Dory. Who knew? Remy at number three with 17%. Ooh, ooh. ooh. Volley versus Mike. This is tough. Mike at number two. Yeah. Mike at number two with 22%. So that's the part which didn't go the way I thought with Dory and Remy and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I called the winner, though. You did, you did. 45%. This was a steamrolling. Wow. Wow. There is a lot of love for Wally out there. It's funny because it's not one of the Pixar movies I hear talked about a lot. But when it comes to polls, Wally is not one to be underestimated. I have realized. It is love, that film. Right. Should we do this? Let's do it. Okay, so you're number 10. Top 10 smartest decisions in action movies. Right, sir. So, in at number 10 for me, (laughs) a fun one. And one which, in when I first saw it, I was like, this is dumb. But then it made a lot of sense. From Guardians of the Galaxy, I've gone with Dance Off. <laughs> you know, I think I'm a bit with you on it. The first time I watched Guardians, I was like, what? Yeah. The second time, I swear to you, I don't know who I was the first time around, or who I was the second time around, but I lean more with the second time around. I laughed my head off. I was all over it, and I loved it. So, I, yeah, I, it, it, it never, made so made much laugh, never made me laugh my head off, per se. But when you realize what he's doing, and it's like, uh, you're buying time. Okay. It's like, it's so random. It's like, it's so oh, random, but it's so Star-Lord. Huh? It's so random, but it's so Star-Lord. So Star-Lord. I am Ronan the Accuser, and I pass judgment on you. What? What are you doing? <laughs> like, it, it works brilliantly. Dance off, you and me. <laughs> like, okay, man. You've stopped the accuser from doing his accusing, and then you officially become the guardians when you when you touch the stone. So it's like, all right, cool. I'm down. That that works for me. That is a smart decision. It's risky, but it's smart. <laughs> Because if, if you imagine you're Ronan and you got your, your staff and your stone and man just starts going on the left and you go, this is, more, this is more reason to destroy these people. Bang. <laughs> like He could have ended it like that. Plot armor, right? Uh, my number nine. Funnily enough, we were just talking about this guy when we did our... Uh, well, depending on what you're watching. If you're watching the news, we just talked about it. If you're watching our throwback Thursday, it was a few days ago, but... We just talk, talked about Pierce Brosnan and his his magnum opus role, Goldeneye. AJ, the grenade pen. Give me the uh, call, Natalia. Oh. Punt. It's a punt. Okay, give them to me. Um, my number eight, I'm reluctant to put on because I have a major issue with the writing in this scene. But with the with what's presented in this scene, I, okay. Are you ready for me to say uh, to get some hate here? This is one of the most overrated films of all time. Are you ready? Go. 
Raiders of the Lost Ark. See, I I didn't want to go with that one. I'm not going to lie. I I know. So, small caveat to this one, no, guys. Wait, wait, wait. The, the the smart decision I'm referring to is them closing their eyes when they open the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. But it's like the the nasties that came out of that should still have got them. Well, well, maybe maybe it's a bit like um maybe they're bird box villains. Maybe they're what? Sorry, bird box villains. You know, bird box. You have to. Uh, you have I to. Watched it. Okay, but it's essentially the villains have to be seen in order for it to be executed. That would be the same situation here. Okay, well done. That came out years later. I'm not giving you that one. Well, no, but I'm just saying. How else do we explain that? It doesn't have any relevancy any other way. Not many things in Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark have much relevancy. Most notably, sorry to pull a Big Bang Theory thing here, Indy being in the movie at all like, has no bearing on the movie. Like, none. Okay. Zero. And the fact that, close your eyes. It's like, you should still be toast, bruv. Like, all right. Because this is George Lucas writing. I mean, I'll give it to you. This is it. And it was it's a lesser time. As you said, years later came out Bird Box. So we, we take it for what it is. Probably now the inspiration for Bird Box. Never thought that. surprise me. There, there you are. go. Well done. Bird Box is a Raiders of the Lost Ark ripoff. You can take that one and surprise people. Thank you very much. Your number right. 10. My number 10. Right, guys. So for my number 10, the, the way I play in this game at the moment is I'm going to be very open. I feel like I was forgetting a lot of stuff. So while trying to be smart, I felt extremely dumb. So Watch Mojo really influenced a lot of my decisions, but there were other films that I was like, no, I remember certain things. Some of them have, excuse me, low impact in terms of the film. This one has very low impact and it was very like midway in the film, but I always found it very fun. And a bit like your Guardians moment, Nick, it had me like, hey, I like that. And if you were, you were actually in the cinema with me when it happened and we got a round of applause for it. And that, my friend, is Captain America in Endgame in the lift. Uh, I had to go with this picture because the first time he went through the ultimate fight. But as everyone came in, he says to the S.H.I.E.L.D. slash Hydra agents, Hell Hydra. And he takes it and like everyone was just clapping because it was like, he just, time did not permit for that fight this time. Well done, Cap. I just, I, I you know why else they clapped because it was a, it was a, it was a panel from it was the, it was a panel from one of the last Captain America comics, where he actually says in the comic, "Hail Hydra," and it ends I'm on. Aware. I'm aware that Captain America has said it, but I was it in the lift. It looked like it was more of a battlefield from the. It was panel. a battlefield, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but I, I, just, I, I was... deep cut like that in the movie was like wow, yeah. wow. Yeah. It, it was a, I thought it was extremely well played, extremely well played within that. And I was like, because everyone knew the moment, everyone could feel the intensity. And he's like, trust me. And you're like, oh, we know what's coming. He's like, Hell Hydra. And he just walks out with that smug grin on his face. I was like, awesome. Love it. So that, that was one of the smart decisions. Nice. I like that. Um, in at number nine, we're keeping it MCU, but we're going right back to the beginning. Um, it's, it's Iron Man versus Iron Monger. Um, I thought it was leading to the end. Yeah, I thought it was leading to the end. And again, we're just going to read it out. You have a, you had a great idea, Tony, but my suit is way more advanced in every way. How'd you solve the item problem? 
I think problem. <laughs> Remember that. And you think it leads to the end. And that's the problem with this one. Okay, guys, essentially, this is going to have a few spoilers in it. You think it leads to the end. You think Tony Stark has got the, the ultimate victory. But sadly, Ironmonger kicks back up. And that's why it's so low to me, is that where you thought it was the end, there's still a bit more of a fight that comes with it. And mm. that's why I got it. Yeah. That's a good choice. I like that one. Well played. Death Taxes and AJ talking about comic book movies. Well done. Um, Yeah, I think that's where it ends, actually, for the comic book movies. Sorry to disappoint, folks. Okay, in at number... That was number nine. In at number eight. Top ten smartest decisions in comic book movies. Oh. Do you know what bugs me? Is I'm sure there's a bucket load in the Nolan trilogy. But I couldn't think of any. I'm like, the Joker's definitely done something, but I can't no, think No, of it. it was Batman using everyone's phones as GPS. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, there's a spoiler. It's not on my list. <laughs> right. Okay. In at number eight is a film that you cannot stand. But I... Okay. I, yeah. I, I, I've got love for it and I respect it. Um, Watch Mojo talked about the whole description. I believe Taken and the line... Good luck was a very smart play. Yes, no, the, the way you're looking at it. You a big man now, huh? You a big man, bruv. You need to be this. You a big man now. Nah, you a big man. <laughs> Don't try and kill me. Do not try and kill you me, bro. Big man now. You need to drop this Liam Neeson grandfather hard man thing. You were big. Taken two and three. Taken two and three. I have no time for. Taken one. I have a lot of love and respect for. I I won't take it. I I I love it. Like I'm not. It won't. It won't change. And I I I, that that whole sequence of him going through everyone and he's on this mission to 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 wreck shop as it were. We have to keep it clean on this new channel. And the way he goes around passing everything and playing it, and he wants to find out which one. Is the guy, and again, as, as 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 a father, as we talked about in in our new show, and you talked about how all all barriers you would break in order to protect your children. You picture this scene when you want to figure out which one took your daughter, and you just have this word. What does that word mean? And the guy goes, "Good luck." Oh, you! I told you I'll find you. Beat down. Yeah, love it. And I just thought, yeah, it was one of those moments. I was like, well played, well played. Irrelevant of which way you feel about the film, I thought that was well executed. That is a point that I was like, I like that. I like the way you went about that. Yeah, sure. Okay. That was your eight, yeah? That is indeed. All right. My uh, my number seven. We are going to mix it up a bit now. Listen, this again is what it's like. It's smart in the context of if I'm kayfabing and remaining within the fourth wall. Okay, let me say what it is and then I'll get into it. It's the return to the Citadel in um, Mad Max Fury Road. Here's the thing, right? I always actually thought this was a very weak part of the movie. Reason being is because when you look at it narratively, it's like, you went one way, you came back. That's the movie. Yeah. Narratively, it's always bothered me. Remaining inside that fourth wall, it makes sense. The last place that they would expect them to look would be back where they started, and now they can take control of that place. Although, 
even that, the way it kind of unfolded, they're lucky they got up. It was literally the people going, let them up, let them up. Dude, <laughs> if I'm up in that tower controlling all the water, I'm going, nah, boy. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Just, I ain't letting you up because when you come up, I lose my water privileges. Are you mad? Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> Stay down there and dry out for all I care. I'm I'm cool <laughs> up here, man. I got mamacitas and water. We good. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> that, that sounds like a you problem down there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so we went one way, we came back, and we were like, please let me up, Santa. It's like, really? For such a fun movie, I always thought the resolution was really like, ugh, okay. Mm. But yeah. in the context of the chase, yes, it's smart. It makes sense. You go right back the way you came. That's the last place they would expect you. Yeah. yeah. I get you saying it's. <sighs> I do need to see Fury Road again. I need to, I, I need to see Fury Road again. But each time I say I'm going to watch it again, I keep saying I need to do Mad Max from the beginning and just understand the story you don't know it's very much its own standalone thing fury road yeah just a completionist in me so yeah i get you though road warrior is fantastic is that number two two? yeah so good so good uh all right my number six then um probably the greatest action franchise of the 21st century let's go with john wick and my favorite of the four which is john wick 2 I'm talking about the tunnel escape scene. Now, nearly made my list, if I'm honest. Very no, no. We all know that John Wick can whip ass. We all know that he can kill you with a pencil. Um, we all know that he can do <laughs> kung fu with a gun. And a car. We know these things. But the guns will eventually run out of bullets. Does John Wick need bullets? No, for most part. <laughs> But some bullets help. And he figured that guns, lots of guns. Lots of guns. <laughs> and the fact that along this mission route he's plotted out, he's left guns at tactical positions. Not only smart, because it means he knew he wasn't getting out of there without a fight. Not only smart, because he calculated it. Again, movie armor, but it works in the scope of a John Wick movie. He calculated the exact point one gun would run out of bullet. Ah, well, this is about to add that. This convenient gun that I left here, it just shows what a what a perfect marksman I am. I knew that I would eliminate 33 and a half people and I would need another gun. Here is the gun that I left earlier. And you now, know, it's not like you had one. That remaining half from the 33 and a half and proceed to kill another hundred and move on to the and next weapon. And a half. <laughs> it's I, I love it. I love it. It's so but that's the point of a John Wick movie. You have to suspend they are all about suspension of disbelief and just about being believable if you buy into the myth of Wick. But you know, it would have been interesting if one guy called in sick and he was able to still shoot and still have an extra gun because there was two clips left because one man had COVID that day and couldn't make it in. You know? <laughs> and he would have overshot with the guns and been like, oh no, my math is off. 
damn, by one. <laughs> Only I had one, which would have been fun in the John Wick world because he would have just thrown the gun and like choked the guy's head with apple. You know, exactly. like, it could have worked with John Wick. They're so yeah. good these films, though. They are. They are, they are so I still need to see four. That's my one thing I've not seen. Four. Oh, dude. Oh, change everything about that and make sure it's on your top ten of the year because it will be. No, oh god, Wick. it's good. Oh my god, it's good. Um, oh, do you know what? It's, uh, four might be in contention as my favorite. It is so damn good. Yeah, yeah. It is so damn good. Um, right, that was my seven and six. What's your seven and six? Right, my number seven. So you, you spoke indie. I'm going to talk indie, but I'm going with our favorite indie. Yeah, I'm going the Last Crusade, yeah. and it's in the temple with the knights. Where he had oh. to that to me was well played out because it was studying all the riches and oh, could it be this one? Could it be that one? Now, as much as they could say both angles went biblical, he went for the least glaring, the least thing to take the. I don't know if we want to get into the whole biblical element of it all, which Jesus was, was a carpenter. He picked exactly, the wooden one. Smart. Exactly that. Exactly that, and that's where you found the holy grail. He found the Holy Grail in the most simplest of cups amongst all the riches that were there. A humble man would choose a humble cup. And I, I always remember that as a kid going, <gasps> like the shock, the awe, because you've seen what happened with those who chose the fanciest of cups. Like, of course, this must be the one for eternal life. We saw what happened to you. Indy didn't make that mistake and he saved daddy with it. Absolutely I much right. prefer that to mine. You, that could, we, if we pick Indy, that can make a rush more. I love that pick. Well Thank done. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. In at number six, it's time to go to the Nakatomi Plaza. Of course, it's one of those. It's one of those classic moments. We are talking John McClane with the gun strapped to his back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, nearly made it. It's one of those things that. <laughs> It's just, it feels like it's just everywhere in film now that it shouldn't even be down to smartest decisions. But when you break it down to Die Hard, it was like, oh, well done. He's still in the game. Like, <laughs> Die Hard, that wouldn't have been the smart decision I go with. I thought the smart decision would have been handing Hans an empty gun. Uh, yes. <laughs> because he needs Hans to it because he's playing Clay. Right, he's playing an American there, and it's the fact that he gets him to break character, go German, give him an empty gun, and then he's like, hey, "Shoot me!" Anything? I'm stupid hands. Come on, it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I blame Watch Mojo. Like some You're of them, I was like, no, that part like didn't make my list because I was like, "That's not John McClane's smartest thing." Yeah, well played, well played. Now you got me there. You got me there. If that was on your list, which it obviously isn't because you just announced it, that would have been a you, you would have outdone me the same way I, I, I out indeed them. You out die hard me there. Well done, bro. Well out done. McLean, you. Um, <laughs> out, out McLean'd Watch Mojo. I should comment and say you're wrong. <laughs> exactly. <but> here's why. <laughs> here's why. <laughs> so that was your six, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. All right. My number five. Okay. From one of my favorite movies ever. The T-Rex, bro. Using the flare. I, do you know, I, this one nearly, very nearly made the list. Very, very nearly made the list. And it just, it's, 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 the, it's the Air 11. It's, it's number 11 for me, essentially. 
don't move. Can't see us if we don't move. And you're told this, even at the beginning. They really did a masterful job in Jurassic Park of building the myth of both the raptors and the T-Rex. But even at the beginning where they've done that whole um, like uh, scan of the raptor underground... Even then, they're already planting little seeds of how powerful of, of, of how the T Rex is. There, there, there's that line, that throwaway line. He says, um, "Let me remember it here." When he's like, uh, "And you stand perfectly still because you think his vision is based on movement, like T Rex." But no, no, not Velociraptor. You stand still, looking at him, and he looks right back at you. And that's when the attack happens, not from the front, but from the side. You see, in that, yeah, you've built up this great myth of the raptor being a pack hunter, but you've already dropped the nugget of you think, you know, they've made it a kind of factuality. You think his vision is based on movement like T-Rex. Then they drop it in later, you know, when he's protecting Lexi and she's going, ah! and he's like, don't move. Can't see us if we don't move. You know, they've done this whole thing of stay prone with the t-rex and so this breaks that perfectly he's getting the t-rex away from tim and lexi he's flashing this flare and then after he's thrown the flare he lobs it and stays perfectly still so the t-rex effectively becomes a giant puppy dog and plays fetch. literally yeah yeah it's great it's yeah. smart as hell man it's like and to quote to quote john hammond who better to take the children through jurassic park than a dinosaur expert and it really is evidenced here. Yeah, I would. I yeah, well played. I, I yeah, not much to say. I totally agree. Cool. That was your. That was my five. Your five. Okay. In at number five is our punt from earlier. It's the good old pen click. I just remember the the awesomeness of. I mean, Golden Eye is one thing. Um, not being able to spin the pen around my finger. That crap that you're doing right now is one of my outs like one of my biggest regrets of life but i just found you really it so taught cool. me to do that i literally watched and i was like all right cool let me oh know listen you you and yash are two people i know who could just like it's it, me and hand-eye coordination can be a bit tricky and annoying <laughs> give the, me the cords natalia give them to me it's so good you know when i was putting this picture up as much as i love adam cummins as nightcrawler he is amazing in this. Like, this is, you know, it's that. It's that oh, it's Crawler. Huh? Yeah. Holy God. <laughs> I never realized. <laughs> it's all good news, yeah. That makes complete sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's got the amazing night. Yes, of course. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> My <laughs> Nightcrawler is Boris. Boris <laughs> is Nightcrawler. Einhorn is Finkle. Finkle is Einhorn. Exactly. Boris is a mutant. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> a mutant. <laughs> but it's it, watching throughout in that film, the clicks, and just try to make sure you're counting the clicks as well. Like, it's on, it's off, it's on, it's off. Like, the whole way, each time he, score, each time he spins the pen and he's clicking away, it is... The hairs on the back of your neck watching that the first time is absolutely amazing. And that's why, as much as it doesn't, okay, it helps with the escape. And, you know, is it the end of the movie? No, it's not. It helps lead to the end. But that's why it's so high for me. Because I, I just remember the chills of essentially my favorite Bond movie. It just had to be. It like, it had to it be is, it's the best Bond movie. Come at me. It's the best Bond movie. <laughs> 
Christmas. Loved it. Loved it. Absolutely loved that moment. So, yes, it makes my number five. Yeah, superb. All right, I love that choice. Uh, all right, my number four, going female bass here. I'm bringing Ellen Ripley to the party, who made, who loaded herself inside a cargo loader to kick the crap out of the alien queen. Now, what I love about this scene is that it is foreshadowed earlier in the movie when she enters the cargo loader and they're doubting her aptitude and she just goes, where do you want it? Right? So it is foreshadowed that this is going to be a thing. I like foreshadowing in cinema. It's one of the little things that may, it, it gives me gleeful joy. It's like, ha we knew that was coming. Very nice. Um, I appreciate that. Um, but when you break it down, I've always said, right, James Cameron's big thing is always family. That's at the center of every single one of his movies. This is ultimately two mothers fighting each other. Yeah, yeah. That's like, that, yes, yes, there is no other, there is no other. They've literally that. just killed this, like, obviously evil doesn't recognize that it's evil. And, you know, these xenomorphs are just killing machines and machines of reproduction right this thing's just had its all its children all its babies killed right in front of it it's going to be a vengeful see you next tuesday indeed yeah and it goes toe to toe with another mummy who's protecting her not child but child yeah but but thing come child but yeah, it's like two mothers going off against each other and beating the living tarnation out of her. I was like, yeah, boy. I'm here for this. I'm here for this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think the foreshadowing kind of gave me a bit of a, a semi-veers moment. That's why it didn't really make the list for me. But I get it. It makes you sense. Was coming, yeah. But the fact that it did come is what made you go, yes, this. This is how you beat up the queen. Of course, yeah. This is good. I approve. Your number four. My number four, um, it's Bruce Willis. Did I have Bruce Willis before? Die Hard. Yes, I did. Of course. Yes. So it is Bruce again. Thank you very much. I was was like, where did I have Bruce before? Can I make a guess? Can I make a guess? Of course you know what it is. Go. The, The elephant jugs in the park bomb from Die Hard. I was tempted to do that. But I thought that was just math that I've never been able to play with. It's math I've never been able to play with. I, it, it messes me up so badly. Maths and me aren't the best of friends like that. Yeah. Um, I, nearly, that. I, I nearly went down very basic AJ. I said through the park, not through Central Park. You know, like this is, That was another one. But no, I'm going with um, the, the suicide in Looper. So it's more JGL than Bruce Willis. But uh, how do you stop a terrible moment from taking place? If you know that you're the problem and it's been foreshadowed that way, Very eliminate good. the problem. It, it's good. one of those moments that, yes, in your head, and essentially the task is always that someone's meant to eliminate themselves. It did eliminate themselves in this film, but not the way you expected the elimination to take place, you know? And I, I was like, well played. Well played. It, it, I thoroughly believed, actually, in this movie that JGL looked like a younger Bruce Willis. It's well played. It is well, very, well, very played. well played. He's yeah. completely disappeared off the face of the planet, old JGL. Huh? It's been a while, isn't it? It has been a while. 
it has he, been a he's, while. He's literally had the Josh Hartnett treatment happen to him. Yeah, but the thing is, I remember Hartnett's calling retirement. I've not heard anything from why JGL's not about Hartnett literally came back recently for Guy Richards. I know, I know. But he, he he went through this whole point where he was trying to do something else in life. Maybe it's because Hollywood wasn't calling him, so he just made the excuse. But I remember hearing it when he went quiet, then I remember him coming back. JGL, I'm just like, where are you at, bro? <laughs> where are you at? And it's like, he was he's done he was the voice of Jiminy Cricket in that Pinocchio movie that got panned, the Disney one. I still haven't brought myself around to that film. It I started it, I couldn't get into it. It just looks so bad. He's done a lot of TV, Super Pumped, Mr. Corman, Star Wars Visions, Poker Face, lots of TV. Um, he's got 10 upcoming projects. Huh. The big one, Beverly Hills Cop 4. Are they really doing that? I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. yeah. Carry on, please. Right. So that was your number four. Uh, that was sorry, that was my number four. We're talking JGL. Sorry, that's got thrown off. My number three. Oh, my number three. Oh, sorry. Did you throw me off when you said carry on? Yes. You please do carry on. Again, a bit of plot armor circumstance in this one, but staying in the realm of what the movie's trying to get me to believe i do like it is them is speed them getting to getting the cctv to play on loop yeah my number three <laughs> nice 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 yeah it's like how how did you do that but like fine carry on i'll buy it this is it it's it's not even like where if it was now it's more plausible Hundred percent. You can hack into the systems there. It wasn't possible, but hey, you made it happen. I like the moments when you see everyone escape, and even the part where he realizes that it's a loop and it 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 winds him the hell up. Like it it makes, as you said, it's perfect plot armor. It builds for the tension. It does what it needs to do. How? Still haven't figured out the science all these years. <laughs> but it worked because movie magic and plot armor. They just exactly. Did it. Exactly. Um, Apologize for my sniffling today, guys. My apologies. But yeah, it's it's in the scope of what the movie's trying to get me to swallow, the unbelievability of it all. I like it. It's like, sure, play it. Also, the point where we get up to him realizing that he's being recorded is so fluky, McFlukerson. It's ridiculous. Like, it's just a turn of phrase that Dennis Hopper refers to Sandra Bullock as that wildcat. And then he sees her jumper and it's like, oh, you like uh, college football? Arizona, Arizona Wildcats. He can see you. Really? <laughs> I know. It is weak, isn't it? It is weak, yeah. Yeah. But it, it joins the dots together. That's all we need. The dots that literally weren't there, but anyway. And let's be honest. What CCTV was that good in 94? That, <laughs> that was folded up behind her back like please come on <sighs> oh, all right okay what number two uh from your favorite terminator movie wolfie oh you mean max equally uh, my number two <laughs> oh damn okay <laughs> look again technically if i played the game the way i played the game earlier it should be much lower. It should have been said a lot earlier. But it was mega cool. This was good. 
This yeah, but I'm saying, but it, in terms of being game changing to the film, the only thing is it allowed John to survive. But John was still a rebel to that family, so would he have rushed back to them anyway? Probably not. But it was mega cool when you see Arnie doing John's voice down the phone, and he's like, "What's your dog's name? Why is Wolfie making all that noise?" <laughs> it's awesome. Your family is already dead. <laughs> your family. Yeah, it, it, yeah. so good it's so good yeah tricking the t-1000 into yeah and i i actually like the fact that the ai isn't intelligent enough yet to know that it's another ai talking yeah but like, yeah. for all of the t-1000's brilliance it didn't know that yeah i was like very good i like that no i think it was all kinds of awesome all kinds right. of awesome. i have a worst i don't so i'll let you and it's related it. to my number five which was this the flare and the t-rex oh i know where you're going what happens directly after <laughs> jeff goldblum not to catch it it's the wannabe hero you've been <laughs> like, I know it's done. i'm doing it wrong it's, <laughs> it was his timing too it's like ian sorry not ian that's ian malcolm alan grant is actually flare 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 Go get it, boy. And the T-Rex legs it. And as the T-Rex is coming towards him, that's the point where this chaotician decides to step out the car with the lit flare and go, ha, 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 ha. And, it's, and then Alan even says to him, Ian, froze! <laughs> and he's like, ah, get the kids, get the kids. Ah. It's like, bro, what are you doing? Flight or flight, well, bro. The part I love comedy is as he's running, he then lobs the flare, hoping the T-Rex <laughs> is just going to stop. And Steven Spielberg's got jokes, you know, because if you look at the animation of the T-Rex, it actually goes, huh? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't even pause. It's As it's running, it looks towards the flare going, I may be prehistoric, but I'm not that dumb, bro. You're dead. <laughs> it's brilliant. And oh, then, of yeah. course, we get the toilet eating scene. But yes, of course, of course, mad moment, mad moment. Okay, so I don't have a worse, but I can agree with that. But I will give him the excuse of flight, fight, or flee, or freeze, and he was more on the flight size. <laughs> it's just the way it don't was. get involved. <laughs> like the T Rex was busy playing fetch already. Leave it alone. Yeah, fair play. Right, you're number one, sir. You know, you just talk to me about Arnold. We just spoke about Arnold in Terminator. But the best Arnold movie is not Terminator. Arnold. It's the one where he says, get to the chopper. Arnold. Come on. You know, when they get to the chopper, the chopper is not there. The predator is chasing them and he goes down the waterfall and he ends up in the mud. And then the predator cannot see the face. I need to know. He cannot do the infrared because he's cold. So it's Arnold fighting the predator with the mud. Well played, well played. I I did nearly play that one actually. Um, I love it. It wouldn't have been that high. Oh, I think it's genius. It's like the fluke of it all, and to that this actually worked for me. Unlike the previous ones, with the exception of Terminator and Jurassic Park, where I've been like, eh, okay, smart in the context of kayfabe, but really hard pill to swallow narratively. This made sense. You've literally just gone down a waterfall. He's not fighting anymore. He doesn't realize that the predator doesn't see him. He's like, no, no, I have accepted my fate. I am hashtag flubbed. 
right? Yeah. I'm just going to sit here. Ain't nothing I can do and take it. Why does he not see me? And then he militarizes that to his advantage. Yeah, that that I will give it to you. Yeah, like he, so it's he, a huge he, turning point in the movie because finally they can get one up on this thing. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. By all means, yeah. No, no, no. It's it's a good call. So, earlier, they didn't have a hope until the mud. No hope. <laughs> this thing was picking them off for fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Well played. That's, that's, uh, look, I never underestimated it. I, I always found it very smart when I saw the film and it's nothing that I've changed my mind and it's based in reality, mm-hmm. which makes it all the more realistic. And it's so I, I do mega like turning point for the movie. Like yeah. Mega. No, for sure. For to give it to him, <laughs> my bag knocked it and sent it over. <sighs> okay. Right. Okay. My number one. Yes. Essentially because the film is the smartest decision. I just couldn't really argue with the whole thing. We are talking from the world of Christopher Nolan. Inception. The whole concept of dream stealing being one thing that we have to take, but the whole plot itself is building three layers of dream invasion to implant in the thing because this man is aware of what's going to happen so we have to go deeper within it and the whole plot of the film is taking that i know den's going to hate it because he can't stand this film but the entire heist is based off yeah den does not like inception then the tech is not an inception (laughs) but yeah that that's what we're looking at here it's the i i just when i looked at it i was like we're talking about smart decisions this was it the execution of the whole plot is announced and that's excellence of execution yeah it's there that's what it is we can't we can't deny what inception is so i I, I just inception an action movie that's the question it has action scenes and i'll give you that i I don't know if i would have broke it down as that but i don't know what other category i'd have broken it into maybe sci-fi but then sci-fi action i don't know it has the moments and i'm not gonna lie Looper's also listed it as an action movie. And I was like, well, concept-wise, if that's the concept we're working with, yeah, it, it builds the whole thing. So that's kind of... I said Looper. All right. Watch yeah. Listen, but, yeah. the logic of what you're saying makes sense. The whole thing is smart, no doubt. I, yeah, wouldn't have been my choice. How much action in the action movie? I get you. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got three that are kind of... We've got three that are cemented already because they're joint picks. We've then got a similar franchise in indie, and you seem to be quite receptive to my ter- to my predator um, breakdown. So, Holy Grail or Mud? Do you know? And I'm not knocking what you've gone for, but I feel like. I'm torn because I feel like Holy Grail should be brought up more because it was overlooked. 100% yes. But I also feel like Predator is going to get a better reception for the fight. Yeah. I, I, I Yeah. In the, in the scope of action, I think Indy's more adventure. Action adventure. That as well. That as well. The speed. It would be quite oh. interesting seeing... Speed Golden IT2 and Predator face off against each other. Yeah. <sighs> um 
T2 will win Predator. because it always wins, but uh, Predator might win this one though. Because for, for, for logic, Predator it, it's the victory logically on Twitter. Yeah, let's go with Predator because I, I again, I don't I, one, indie's more adventure, two, these are bigger blockbusters, isn't it? Oh, I don't know, indie's a huge blockbuster, but huge. people. People are more raiders than they. I think we're. I, I could be wrong. We're more, more raiders, than, more raiders than they are. Last Crusade. Incorrectly, but yes, that's true. Yeah. So let's go with okay. what is more likely to be a fight, even though it's All double right. army. I, I can live cool. with that. Cool. Ladies and gentlemen, the official movie Mount Rushmore of smart decisions in action movies, in no particular order, is. Speed. Our second entry is. Da, 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 da. Da, da. Golden Eye. Ding, 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 ding. Our third decision is. Terminator oh. 2. Very good. Oh, I'll give you 10 points if you can do the music for this one. Our final decision. <laughs> Our final entry into the movie Mount Rushmore of smart decisions in action movies is. I'm not doing the music, but you know what you should do? Let's, let's do the arm bit, bro. Let's do the arm bit. Go on. <laughs> yeah, we're talking predators for too long. Yeah, it's that ugly mother flubber predator. <laughs> so yeah, that's all. So there we go, guys. That that's some strong contenders, and you know what to do. Um, it may be a while till the victory is announced because I'm on a holiday next week. But yes, we are talking Predator, T2, Speed, and Goldeneye. Four brilliant movies. Oh, that's that's our childhood revisited right there. But yeah, right. those four films are in contention for the smartest decision in an action movie. They are, they are, they are. Head on over are. to X at movie MT Rushmore or at We Love Movies. Good old JT from Movie Pulse for You. That's the one, guys. No, at Movie Pulse for You from JT from We Love Movies. I'm gonna get it right. <laughs> but yeah, that's the one, guys. Head on to <laughs> But yeah, um, right. So uh, have a good trip to AJ. Um, we will just to let you guys know what's happening. So uh, as we head into the final month of December, we've got an as yet unconfirmed release on the 5th of December. The 12th of December, we will be doing our top 10 most anticipated movies of 2024. On the 19th of December, it will be the top 10 movies of 2023, our top 10 of this wonderful year. But while he says that, we also release a week later. Oh, no, that will actually be live. So that's fine. It will be on the 19th. That will be live. Correct. And then the final week of December, after you've all had your big Christmas and holiday meals, I will be doing a solo show because I watch more movies in the year than AJ does. It's just a fact. It's not a dig it's just a fact um I, all i'm hoping to have reached between 60 to 65 new movies by then and i will be ranking them all our first ever ranking video right here you will have s class a b c and d for dog shit <laughs> don't bother 
<laughs> there don't we go. Bother. There you go. D for don't bother. Oh boy. Um Nicholas Cage, Nicholas Holt. Oh, that's yeah, that <laughs> 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 Woo, that's down there. It's not the only one, but it's down there. There's one I've not seen that one, but I've seen one. Oh um, god, it's bad. Yeah. Right there. Okay. Yeah, so guys, that's the one. Um, we will be back. I will be back. Um, God willing, as they say. But yeah, stay safe, guys. Keep it <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah, keep it SSD, guys. Yeah, we will be back. So have a good one. Enjoy the break. And until the next time, I am the one AJ Anthony Jordan. I'm Nicolero. We'll see you guys very soon. See ya.